Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is the Weekly Pint. It is uh, it's a happy hour. It's an excuse for us to all hang out together, have a drink, which I need a drink desperately. This has been a uh, uh, heck of a last few days. Uh, I didn't even leave the house today except to run my kids like to all of their tasks, wearing the same clothes I've worn for two days now uh, it's been it's been interesting <laughs> i uh we'll get to all of that uh, but it is a happy hour which means we're supposed to drink together so as you crack open a beer or a cocktail or whatever you happen to be drinking tell us uh, on the chat wh- what it is and uh, i will share what i'm drinking with you in just a second and then we'll talk about kind of whatever is going on in in life and uh uh, craft beer news, local craft beer news, uh, whatever, whatever we want to talk about because it's a happy hour. That's just what we do. We just hang out and talk together. Um, but it is an interactive show, which means that, uh, if you're listening to this later on the podcast, you, you kind of missed out. Um, it is, um, a live event, nine 30 ish every Monday. You can hang out, uh, on, uh, Facebook and YouTube and uh, Twitch and all of those places that you like to uh, um, to watch your live streaming. Um, not that we don't appreciate you listening after the fact. Uh, because it's interactive, though, you can call into the show. Um, you can call in, I guess, afterwards, too, and leave a message, and we'll play it on a, on a future episode of something. Um, the drunk line is up here on the screen. Uh, if you're listening to the audio only, it is 567-70-DRINK. That's 567-703-7465, and you can call in that way. I think it all works tonight. I think I have the uh, the drunk line figured out again with (laughs) some new stuff um, figured out, hopefully. Um, And then uh, you can also jump on the chat, which uh, you guys are all figuring out. Um, And on the chat, like I said, tell me what you're drinking. Let's see. Marco is having a Neptune while he is cooking dinner. Uh, Josh just had a Tiger's Blood Astra. I still have not tried the Tiger's Blood Astra. And uh, Julia is grabbing him something else. Steve is having a Bell's Oberon. I have not had an Oberon for a while. Uh, That was one of the news stories we were going to talk about a couple weeks ago. I should probably dig that back out to um, figure out uh, what we should... Maybe we'll talk about it tonight. I don't know. Um, Let's see. Julia got a Hazy Bay Day (laughs) New England IPA from Streetside. And grab Josh a On the Clouds of Unknown West Coast IPA, also from Streetside. Joey is having a Wet Hopped Bodie. Oh, that's good beer. Um, Eric is having uh, the Hamilton Common, uh, the Municipal Third Eye Collab. I have still not tried that. I forgot about that. I need to get over and get my hands on that. Eric says, I love Oberon. Um, Steve wants to know if there are any breweries to suggest in downtown Indy. It's been a while since I've been downtown Indy. Obviously, Sun King is down there. Um, always worth a uh, a stop. The place that we uh, went to more than anywhere else when we've we go there every once in a while to go to the uh, Children's Museum, and um, the place we typically lean to is called Saint Joseph, I believe. It's in a uh, it's in an old church. That was good food, uh, good beer, uh, family friendly. My kids were were fine there, which uh, goes a long way uh, in in my household. <laughs> Just keep everybody else happy so that I can be happy. That's <laughs> the the real secret to uh, to life. Uh, I'm gonna crack open a beer though. Um, got my uh, Bean Harley drink local glass, which um, is an extremely 
limited stock left. If you make it out to one of the live events this fall, be it uh, uh, Oktoberfest Quest Finale, um, which I still don't have a date on yet. Um, Julia says, isn't Metazo an indie or close to it? I think it's close to it. I don't, I can't remember. Maybe it is kind of downtown. Um, I can't remember. I, that might've been one of those places that like the hours didn't work or looking at the menu of like the food there didn't, didn't look like something for my kids or so. I don't remember now, but, um, I've never been to Metazoa. I've had the beer and it's great, but I've never been there. So. Um, I can't speak for it. Um, if you make it to one of the live events, be it uh, Oktoberfest Quest Finale or, or Beer, Booze, and Bonks, I will have the last of these glasses available for sale if you want to grab one of your own so that uh, when we drink together, we can we can match. We can we'll be twins. You can also get a hat that matches my hat. Uh, you could probably buy this shirt somewhere. Uh, you could probably go get this at MPH. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I should tell you what I'm drinking. Uh, grabbed uh, Urban Artifact. This is uh, one of the small batch society beers. It is strawberry pina colada uh, brewed with a strawberry pineapple coconut. Um, I believe this was like August, maybe. I stopped in to pick up um, my box from this month, and I had a box that I think was from two months ago that somehow got missed out on, I think, when I picked up beer last. I don't know. Uh, Marco says, I have that hat and glass. Uh, Julia says, new style of gnarly gnome glass coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> it's, it's, there's a lot of things that, uh, are, uh, need done. <laughs> I just haven't, I haven't gotten them in yet. I haven't ordered them yet, but yeah, it's coming soon. Um, soon ish. Uh, all right, let's go and pour this. It looks like, uh, one of those kind of. Uh, milkshake sour kind of beers. Um, it is not that. If you have never had Urban Artifacts beers before, you know that that is definitely not what they do. Um, I don't think it, it's going to tell me much on here. It just tells me about the Small Batch Society, which we can read if you don't know about the Small Batch Society. It says Urban Artifacts Small Batch Society is a group for explorers. That's me. I'm an explorer. Uh, each limited batch is dedicated to unique fruit tarts, uh, which is what they call their beers. Now they're fruit tarts. They're not beers. Uh, and the exploration of real fruit and food concepts. Our brewing team uses a small batch society to test out future concepts, develop, uh, recipes around unique fruits and bring back revered flavors from the past. And there's a little QR code for you to learn more. Um, it is, uh, 8.4%, uh, should, uh, should do the trick here. Uh, let's see. Eric says we keep missing Taxman's brunch. They're up a bit around 46th. Yeah. I've heard uh, Taxman's another one of those ones that I've heard great things about, uh, and just have never, just never made it. <laughs> it's a story with a lot of places that like, uh, usually it's like, it's a combination of hours or, um, the menu is a big one with us when we've got the whole family and, you know, my kids are, are, are small children and they're very picky. And if they don't have the very specific thing that they've decided they want that day, uh, they're going to throw a fit and then nobody enjoys themselves. <laughs> um, I have been to, uh, where else have we been? A big lug canteen. Uh, I don't remember how close to downtown that was. It was, uh, the food was great, uh, but the, the beer was not very good. Um, uh, I've been to, uh, uh, what's the place? There was a place right on Fountain Square downtown there, uh, the Scotty's. 
uh, the three three wise men. I don't know if it's still open. Uh, three wise men, Scotty's. Can't remember what they call it. What the actual brewery is. Uh, I think it's just a tap room there downtown that serves the beer along with a bunch of guest taps. I can't remember. That was. It's been a while since we've been there. It was good though. We like that. All right. I'm going to drink this beer. Uh, it is not the prettiest beer that I've ever looked at. Although, uh, when I'm looking at it on the camera, it doesn't look that bad, but in person, it's just kind of like a murky, um, uh, murky pink. <laughs> I think that is the first time that color has ever been said murky pink. Oh, it smells good though. Yeah, I get uh, I get all of those flavors, um, or aromas, I guess I get the strawberry. I definitely get the pineapple. Not a ton of coconut, but it's definitely there. Uh, Julia says, does Ram still exist? I think it was a restaurant brewery and not just a brewery. <clears throat> uh, Ram definitely still exists. I don't know if it's still open in Indy, but yeah, it definitely is still around. It's like a, a chain brew pub that uh, I think there's a, there's a bunch of locations around, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I can definitely get behind that. I love, 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 love strawberry beers, especially when they're good. Brew Link in Indy, I highly recommend. I've uh, never, never been there. I always love uh, that part of like traveling out out somewhere where you get to just try new places. <laughs> Julia says, went to their downtown Indy location forever ago. Their Amber inspired my friend's nickname, Buttface. I think I have uh, somewhere down here in the basement, I have uh, like a menu from the Ram. Uh, I don't know if it's on the door coming down or on a wall. Some, I don't know. There's so many little things around the uh, the basement, which is uh, one of the things we'll talk about tonight. <laughs> There's lots of things around. Uh, I did finally really start working a little bit. So I uh, I've been... I'm not going to call myself a hoarder, but uh, I'm a collector of things, especially Cincinnati beer things. Um, and uh, years ago, I thought it was going to be a really cool idea. This was right when uh, Madtree first started canning their beers, and it was really exciting that here's a not just a local brewery, like an Ohio brewery that was canning craft beer. That was a, that was a novel thing at the time. They were the first ones in Ohio to put their beer in cans. Uh, I was going to collect all the cans. <laughs> I decided that whenever uh, somebody released a, uh, a beer in cans, I was going to save it. As a kid, my dad collected uh, old beer cans, like vintage beer cans. Uh, I don't know what happened to that collection. I would love to uh, to get my hands on it. Uh, and uh, I thought it would be kind of cool to do a similar thing. <laughs> So I, st I did. I started collecting the cans. It wasn't that that crazy. Um, back then, you could uh, you could get a lot of not a lot of you could get all the releases fairly easy. You just go go get them. And um, uh, this was back when uh, most uh, no, this was back when all of the cans were printed cans. So they were ordering a bunch of them. There was not um, it wasn't like there was weekly releases of different beers and cans. You had your core beers, and then seasonal stuff would pop up. Uh, uh, then Ryan guy started canning still not that crazy. Uh, eventually it started getting a little bit more difficult, 
uh, right around the time uh, that Listerman started canning their beers and started doing, uh, you know, uh, monthly releases of the uh, um, the hip hop series and stuff. And then, then from there, it was just downhill. Uh, then it turned out to the, it turned into me not really um, running around trying to get everyone uh, because it was just not really possible. I tried to stick to kind of most of the regular releases or just something that I, that kind of caught my eye or whatever. Point is, uh, at this point, uh, there are um, hundreds upon hundreds. <sighs> I I don't I don't want to even like um, uh, venture to guess how many cans are uh, in my house and in storage and things. But point of all of this, I finally sat down and uh, I've I've been thinking about it for a while and trying to figure out what I was going to do about this because there's just no way to display them all. Um, at some point, I will be um, uh, opening up an actual. Uh, uh, a studio space, which is a while in the future still, but I was thinking about doing a whole wall in the studio that is just all uh, Cincinnati beer cans, which I thought would look cool, but still so far uh, down the pike that uh, um, I decided it was time. And so I'm shifting the collection. I'm saving only cans that actually do mean something to me somehow, uh, or uh, things that are just, it has to be a really, really cool design. Uh, which I don't know what that would even be, um, or uh, lager. I'm saving all of the lager cans, and my collection will be Cincinnati lager beer because uh, I'm a lager nut. Uh, so that's that's where we're kind of focusing the collection to narrow it all down. So I spent a big chunk of time this weekend uh, um, pulling labels off of cans because I am saving a lot of the labels uh, for a project that uh, eventually maybe you guys will see. Um, and... Uh, um, the rest of them, and I'm pulling the tabs off. I'm going to donate those to the Ronald McDonald house. The rest of them are getting crushed, which is, uh, strangely, uh, on, on one hand, it's, uh, painful <laughs> to be, uh, wiping out this collection that has uh, been saved for so long. On the other hand, it's, man, it kind of, uh, it's kind of neat. <laughs> I mean, it's neat to actually go through all of them one by one, pull all these cans out of storage bins and stuff and see, remember some of the beers um, and, uh, uh, and then crush them. <laughs> it's, it's just feels strangely good, um, but it is neat kind of going through everything. Um, and as I've been kind of going through them and, and organizing and sorting and peeling and, and crushing, I'm realizing more. Oh, oh yeah, I had cans stashed over here. All oh, yeah, the other cans stored over here. There's just cans everywhere in every little nook and cranny in our house. There are cans stashed away like a squirrel waiting for uh, the winter. Um, so that's that's one of my big projects that I've been doing. Uh, on top of that, uh, uh, on on kind of the the me side of things, uh, my car broke down again. That that was fun. My car broke down. Um, it was like the beginning of this year, late last year, um, got everything fixed that supposedly got everything fixed. And now we have the same problem happening again. So it is currently sitting, waiting to be fixed. Uh, so I just, I don't have a car right now, which is very stressful to just trying to get around and get work done and things like that, uh, with, without a car. <laughs> so, uh, that's been fun. That's also why I didn't really go anywhere today and why I'm still 
wearing the same clothes I was wearing yesterday because I don't have a car. So where am I going to go? Um, uh, there's that. Uh, then uh, this has been, uh, it was probably, uh, man, I don't know, a, a month or two ago, um, I noticed a, uh, a small wet spot on my ceiling uh, down here in the basement. Uh, which is you know, nothing out of the ordinary for this house. The house was built in the 60s, so there's just always something that needs fixed. Um, so I kind of kept an eye on it, and, and then it, it dried up, and I didn't see any more water. Okay, you know, that was weird. Maybe something got spilled somewhere upstairs and just dribbled through. All right, well, it's possible my kids are always pouring water into weird spots. Uh then this uh, this weekend, uh, I saw it again and realized that we gotta we gotta dive into this project. So spent a bunch of the night last night uh, just cutting into the ceiling behind the bar, which is just the most painful thing in the world to do. <laughs> Even more painful than crushing cans. Uh, just knowing that the repair is always ten times worse than than. Uh, the repairing the damage that you're making while you're trying to fix the problem is always 10 times worse than fixing the actual problem. Um, so uh, there's going to be some new uh, remodels happening to the bar, which is why the bar never actually gets finished because of all of these stupid things that just keep popping up. So uh, that's, that's kind of been my, my weekend and my week so far. Uh, just, uh, just a little sprinkling of chaos on top of everything else, which uh, if you know me uh, is not that, that shocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on top of that uh all of the work uh prep for beers beer booze and bonks is uh, well underway um we have a very good brewery list uh almost put together um we're about i don't know maybe two-thirds there with that um and then some of that some of the beers are figured out some of them are um we're still gonna wait to talk about once we get closer to see what kind of things uh sound good um and then October Quest <laughs> finales, uh, we it's it's going to be a mad tree. Um, I, I feel confident saying that they've confirmed that they want to do it there. Uh, we're still just trying to narrow down um, a date and kind of how we're gonna what it's going to look like there. Um, so stay tuned for that. I promise. I promise I will have some more news hopefully this week. I was really hoping we would get it done today, and we didn't, but. Um, Hopefully this week we'll have final information on all of that so you guys can put put on your calendar and I can then spend the next uh, several days just drinking a ton of Oktoberfest beer because I still have all of those rounds to get through to get to the finals. Um, in addition to me drinking a bunch of Oktoberfest beers, you guys are going to have something important that you have to do also because we have to vote in a loser, um, a non-winner, I should say. Um the uh, the losers bracket there gets to be one voted back in in i think the third round i have to look at the the thing which i guess i could stuff's right in front of me but that's a lot of work um so um we'll need to uh to get that figured out uh so that's that's been kind of my focus lately is trying to get all that stuff uh done and uh and organized and and all of that um Let's talk about a couple things. We have, there's no big news this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I might set it up to where you can, you don't have to set up multiple uh, 
accounts, I might just let you vote as many times as you want if you want to go through the hassle of voting multiple times. <laughs> if you if you uh, want to go through all of that work, then uh, maybe you deserve to vote more than once. Uh, okay, I'm, I make the rules. <laughs> Who cares? Um, I don't really have a lot of big news stories. There hasn't been a lot of big news this week um, that I'm aware of. Uh, but I do have a couple, these are more events that I really want to talk about a couple of things that are happening that I think are really fun. Um, and we'll start it off with one that I'm really, really hoping I can get to, but I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be able to. Uh, and that is the, uh, the fresh hop festival, the Ohio fresh hop festival out at high grain. Uh, if you guys have ever like listened, if you've been listening for a while, um, you know that I'm uh, a, a wet hop beer nut uh, in the same way that I am Oktoberfest and in the same way I am lager and English milds and things. <laughs> I guess I do like a lot of different styles, but uh, wet hop beers are the uh, the only true seasonal beer, as Dave Volkman likes to uh, to tell us. Um, and I, I tend to agree with that. Um, and this is a celebration of them. There are a lot of really great wet hot beers this year. I've had a couple of them around just as I've been kind of hanging out. Uh, the description that, that High Grain put out says that uh, almost every beer made in the world uses dried hops, which are typically made, or which are, which typically, geez, I can't even do that. Does this mean I'm old when I can't see the words anymore and I have to like make them bigger before I read it? <laughs> Almost every beer made in the world uses dried hops, which are typically taken to a drying kiln, baled, and sent to a chilled warehouse after harvesting. However, fresh hops are never dried. When the moment of perfect ripeness arrives, Ohio hop farmers craft brewery call sorry, Ohio hop farmers call breweries and tell them their hops are ready. Brewers fire up the mash tuns and dispatch a truck to get the beautiful green hops co- hop cones to the brew within hours of harvest each minute the hop is separated from the vine is crucial so the closer the hop farm the better uh tickets for this are anywhere from 20 to 45 dollars uh depending on uh how many tasting tickets you want so there's a top tier where you get like 10 the smaller one you get five uh each they all come with a pint of beer too um and i think some of them come with like a t-shirt uh one of them comes with uh glass maybe i I don't know i i don't i don't remember exactly but uh go to uh go to high grains social media and there's a link there where you can get your tickets uh the breweries that will be represented are high grain rheingeist columbus brewing little fish 50 west mad tree northern row nine giant west side brink street side narrow path little miami lebanon brewing company the cincinnati state students have made a beer uh and then fibonacci um yes (laughs) sign me up all day long this is this is the type of event that i like um i love something that celebrates part of beer that we kind of uh sometimes maybe ignore a little bit more than we 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 should (sighs) oh that's good beer um uh, yeah wet hot beers they are um, to me, like that earthy um, side of uh, um, hops, I think, uh, lend a lot to kind of the fall feeling of a beer. Um, I'm trying to remember, <coughs> where did I have a wet hop beer the other day that I was surprised to see it? Oh, uh, I was at uh, Braxton, 
And they had a wet hop IPA on tap that uh, I didn't know they brewed. That was really good. It was uh, it, it kind of leaned in more towards like a like a hazy New England kind of beer, which you don't see a lot of wet hop beers that lean that way. Usually, it's a little more West Coasty, and uh, um, it was good. It was uh, it was fun to drink. So uh, check that one out. Uh, next up, next event, and this is another one that oh man, I'm hoping I can get to. Uh, Joey says, listening to Garrett from Streetside talk about the logistics and complications in brewing wet hop beers was interesting. Um, CBC's Yakima Fresh is considered the best wet hop beer in Ohio, in my opinion. Um, I won't argue that. No, the fun, the fun thing about wet hop beers is, um, a big part of it comes down to, um, how fresh you get those hops. Um, the experience of a wet hop beer adds to the whole thing. Like there's, there are some really great wet, wet hop beers around that just don't have that magic to them for me. Um, if you find, if you have a brewery that's close to you and they get hops from a hop farm that is also close to you, like bringing all that together into one event and having that beer, that that's where it starts to get really fun. Um, but yeah, logistics of wet hop beers are uh, pretty nuts. <laughs> when you when they really kind of started in the United States, it was the West Coast because that was the place where where hops were being grown, and like it was just that that speed of like just literally just pulling them off and then turning around and driving them right to the brewery, which still happens. I know again, Dave Volkman, Ohio Valley Hops, does that still um, for for some of his breweries just to get them there super fresh. It's fun stuff. Anyways, next event, another one that I really, really, really want to go to, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to, especially with no car. That makes it a little difficult. <laughs> this beer dinner, though. So this is kind of a celebration of um, the uh, the recent medals that Narrowpath won at GABF. Uh, huge shout out again to them. Uh, but they teamed up with Tano, which is a restaurant there in Loveland, um, to put together this beer dinner. Uh, tickets are only 65 bucks, which is an insanely good price for, for what this dinner looks like. It's going to be, um, if you can't, uh, if you can't read the stuff on the screen, which, uh, if you know, if you, if you can good for you, I definitely can't. <laughs> um, I will read it off here. We have the warm welcome. This is, uh, the welcome beer. So you get there while you're kind of mingling around and talking to everybody, saying your highs and everything. Uh, they're doing a horseradish cheese sauce with waffle fries and chives, and that is paired with the Kolsch of the Golden Trail, a German blonde ale, uh, a Kolsch, <laughs> a 5% beer. Um, okay, yep, that sounds fun. Uh, waffle fries with cheese on them, sign me up. <laughs> the first course, uh, oh God, this sounds so good. Uh, candied bacon, a spicy peanut sauce, a baguette, paired with a salted caramel amber ale, 6%. Um, it is brewed with sea salt and caramelized liquid sugar. Uh, okay. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this, right? Second course, uh, crisp romaine, uh, ushi, ushi, shrimp. I don't know. I don't know what ushi shrimp are, but I'm assuming some kind of a shrimp. Uh, prosciutto, roasted bell peppers, and pineapple vinaigrette paired with their restless seas goza. Come on. This is just gr Oh, man. Third course, grilled teriyaki glazed duck, a spicy maple sweet mashed potato, uh, buttered poached broccoli paired with the barrel-aged Oud, Oud Brune, 9% um, beer. 
Yep, it is a tart brown ale with notes of dark cherry and oak. Uh, if you've never tried the sour beers, like the barrel-aged sour stuff from Narrow Path, uh, I, they've positioned themselves right into this uh, spot of being one of the best producers in the city of barrel-aged sour beer. Uh, really, really good stuff. Uh, and then for dessert, there is a flourless chocolate torte, vanilla banana cream pecan Michigan cherry paired with mounds of importance. That is uh, their big uh, coconut chocolate milk stout, kind of a combination of Third Eyes milk stout with uh, Narrow Paths uh, coconut porter. Um, yeah, uh, that's just the, the the price on it is what gets me. Uh, 65 bucks is a really, really good deal for um, this uh, this dinner. So would love to get to that. I doubt I'll be able to. That's uh, the problem. Um, I think it falls on, yeah, it falls on a Monday. Monday, October 9th, which is next Monday. Um, so at 6 p.m. That's right in the middle of uh, crazy time when we're picking up from dance class, trying to get to cheerleading, trying so many things happening, all these moving pieces. that uh, If I just tell my family, oh, sorry, guys, I'm gonna go uh to a beer dinner i think they would uh it would be upset but what do i know maybe um i do have um a beer dinner coming this week which we talked about last week on the show if you uh missed that one it is the uh, chimay uh, belgian beer dinner over at uh, taste of belgium which man i'm excited about it uh i've been uh, obsessing over belgian beer for the last uh a month or so just any chance i get to to drink it I'm, I'm i'm just kind of consumed with it i don't know if it's just because i'm also drinking so much oktoberfest that it's almost like this other thing to kind of balance that out i don't know what it is but it's definitely uh, in my head and uh i'm enjoying that uh that's that's all i got for you tonight uh just a couple events and uh just kind of the the chaos of what's going on in my life <laughs> if there's uh um, anything that, uh, anybody wants to talk about though, feel free to uh, jump on the chat and tell me, um, hopefully everybody listened to this week's episode of Cincy Brewcast, where we were uh, live out at, uh, Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. If you have never listened to any of those Oktoberfest episodes before you're missing out, they're always a blast. Uh, I'd recommend, especially with this one, uh, watch the, the video of it because it kind of adds a whole other <laughs> whole other side to it of beers being spilled and fighting over microphones <laughs> and all of that. Uh, yeah, the video is great. Um, and uh, we'll definitely be back to do that again next year. Um, Julia says, I think the Oktoberfest episodes are my favorite. I love the reaction to the intro this week. I, I completely didn't even catch until we uh, hit uh, hit record on the uh, the show that uh, the music that I added in for the brewcast part of the intro was the old intro music. I didn't even use the new intro music. I was going to fix it, and then I just didn't have time. Motors Brewing Company says plans for Sunday. We'll pick you up. The Sunday Motors Brewing Company car and bike show fundraiser for Pink Ribbon. Um, yeah, but Sundays are another crazy day in my house with family stuff. However, I uh, would love to get Motors Brewing Company on Cincy Brewcast sometime. I know we kind of t- talked about that off and on over the last uh, uh, years. I've <laughs> never really been able to uh, uh, make it happen, but we need to. That's That would be a, a good episode. Need to go sit down and... Uh, talk about everything you guys are doing and uh, let people know uh, everything about you. So uh, shoot me a message and we'll, uh, we'll set something up. And 
uh, it's probably a good time of year to do it too. I've got a, um, I've got a little bit of uh, a wiggle room in the next uh, couple months before things start getting crazy again. <laughs> it's uh, it's just one thing after another. Um, if you guys, if anybody has not already or uh, hasn't started looking at it, uh, Beer Booze and Bonks is back and um, uh, tickets are on sale. If you go to beerboozeandbonks.com, you can find um, information about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, fun uh, random Cincy distribution fact. Moved from Oakley to the Mississippi Gulf Coast here in June. I was happy to see Urban Artifact on grocery shelves and bar taps down here. I love that. Uh, they are definitely the most the most widely distributed brewery in Cincinnati. They uh, you can get them in like France or something. I remember that that's pretty crazy. <laughs> like they're just they're all over the place, and um, it's always nice to see that. Uh, it used to be that uh Rivertown was like that where you could go on vacation somewhere and you would randomly see a Rivertown beer tap somewhere and it just kind of surprised you that it was there. Uh Urban is definitely um filling some of that uh uh that that fun. Um the uh the the difference with with them is just well maybe not even the difference. I think that uh um that niche kind of product, the uh the fruit tarts um is something that there's there's not a lot of places that are doing um definitely not a lot of places that are doing it to the level that urban is and definitely not a lot of places that are doing it to the quality that urban is so um there's there's a lot of people that are just happy to get their hands on it so um it's uh it's not shocking <laughs> but uh it is fun um i wonder if you uh if you were on vacation somewhere and you stumbled across urban artifact in a bar do you order Urban Artifact because it's cool that Urban Artifact is there? Or do you get something else because you're on vacation and you want to try uh, to drink local? That's, uh, I don't know which way I would go. <laughs> I guess it would depend. Depend how much I'm planning on drinking that day. <laughs> uh, Julia says, how much do you think the impending government shutdown will impact breweries? I don't think too much. Uh, I think that... Uh, Obviously, it'll slow some stuff down, um, but uh, it'll be fine. They'll they'll get it figured out, uh, and um, breweries will get their stuff figured out. Uh, hopefully, everybody was anticipating it coming, and things that they needed to get approved, they got approved, or they're just gonna kind of do their do their thing and uh, ask for forgiveness. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I imagine that. Uh, there might be some, well, I don't know how, how, what that, uh, brewery opening, um, list looks like compared to breweries that are open. I know with the, the COVID shutdowns and stuff, there was a big backlog then of breweries that were trying to get, uh, approval to open their doors and stuff because, uh, nobody was out doing inspections or things like that for so long, but, um, I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, but I'm, I'm no expert. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be back next week um and uh, i mean i'll be around in the meantime hopefully i will get a video posted um i would love to get it posted tomorrow i uh, stopped out at urban artifact uh speaking of urban artifact um stopped out there to try their new logger they have on tap 
um, which is delicious. Um, but it's got a couple really crazy things about it that they haven't really like uh, talked about or publicized that uh, I want to I want to talk about because it's pretty neat stuff. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. I'm, I'm going to try to do it tomorrow, but you know you know how that goes. <laughs> it, sometimes it just doesn't work. Uh, I usually try local my vacation spot, but if it doesn't hit my mark, then I have to pick from larger craft brands. That is typically the way it goes, isn't it? Uh, all right, thanks, guys. We uh, like I said, we'll be back. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, tell all your friends. Um, that's how you support the show is by sharing it with people. You can also support the show by going to thegnarlygnome.com slash support. Uh, that does help, too. Uh, Julia says, uh, sign up for the... Well, she's trying to get people to run things. That sounds dangerous. Um, running is how people hurt themselves. <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week, guys. So do you just run around the park a whole bunch while you're drinking? Isn't that isn't that what you guys do every Tuesday? I think that's what you do every Tuesday. Pretty sure it's 